0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Conspiracy Theater Three Thousand. That's right, not hidden in plain sight. What you have all been waiting for is finally here. Or maybe you haven't been waiting for it. I don't know. I've been waiting for it. So, that's what really matters. This week, we start off our Conspiracy Theater 3000 podcast, and it's debuting here and now. And we're going to start off with a meet and greet between the three of us. That's Andy Rouse from The Deep Share, Drew Missing from Missing the Point, and myself, your humble host, Moral Bob. So, I'm going to shut the fuck up now because I'm tired. Here we go.
1: In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex.
2: At some point, they engaged in genetic engineering and mixed their genes with the genes of uh, Homo erectus. Because these guys own our government. They spent our money, and they own not only the government, but they own you. You are their
1: property. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order
0: lost a lot of freaking gold material but always Damn it, it, the gold Damn it. always
2: happens when it's <laughs> when we're not recording man it i is. mean when you think about it for fucking decades of my life i've been having intense conversations with people and going man i wish that was recorded man do you remember what we were talking about last week ah i don't know like 10 percent oh,
0: of it you know i wish i could listen back to some of the conversations i had on mushrooms or acid i um, was just gonna say that to like you. some of the like late Teen early 20s, me just just fucking annihilated, staring at a fire or something, (laughs) (laughs) contemplating the universe.
2: I remember one time I took a bunch of ecstasy and mushrooms, and I think that was called that's not candy flipping because that was with acid. So I don't remember what it was called, but whatever. And I remember the next day, this guy came up to me, and we were at UMass Amherst with this big fucking party college. He was like, dude. What were you on last night? Because you were saying some things that like made way too much sense, and I'm like, I don't remember any of it, man. (laughs) 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 That's not fair. I want that back.
0: (laughs) Right. See, for me, I I was
1: I was never into that stuff growing up as a kid. I was just the blackout menace when it came to drinking. I'd go out and not remember getting home or waking up (laughs) in strange (laughs) places.
0: I've done that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was telling Kaylee the other day, I said, you know, I used to drive home from the bar, and I'd walk to my car seeing double, so I'd just drive home covering one eye, because then you don't see <laughs> double anymore. Yeah. Close one eye. Hey, that works sometimes. Just cover one eye. And then That's the- just- it's just gone. subtraction. That's mess. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I would take back roads. It was in my hometown, so I knew all the streets, and I could just take back roads, drive real slow with one hand over an eye. Made it oh, yeah. every time.
2: You know, you never wanted to be noticed, right? Just be low profile. My yeah. buddy, on the other hand, was always like he never cared about that. He always felt like he should be able to live how, however he wanted to regardless of anything and he was always perplexed by the law and everything it's weird it was like he was abducted from another time period or something i mean
0: i'm perplexed by the law like like as long as you're not hurting (laughs) anyone then then that's the fucking problem like well he was always mad
2: he was mad that wranglers could like take their doors off and their top off and stuff and he, he had a cherokee so he was like, fuck it. He took his doors off. He took his tailgate off. I'm in, and all we had was this blue fucking tarp dangling down the backside. And there was like 10 of us in there. And we were all wasted at like three in the morning. Cops weren't too happy about that. And he was just so confused. He's like, I don't get it. We we're all perfectly safe.
0: Right. Yeah. Not bothering anybody. Yeah, come
2: on, man. If we fall out, it's our own problem. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I mean I had a I had a Jeep that I threw a couple people out of, of yeah. hammered driving home like just wasted no doors on the Jeep take a turn and they're not holding on and nice. like just tumble out the door like sorry <laughs> whoops I'm tuck right. and roll tuck you and decided roll. to get in a vehicle with no doors with a drunk person like <laughs> and you didn't buckle up or hold on that's on you i'm sorry that's your fucking fault
2: (laughs) yeah that same friend once barrel rolled that same jeep through the woods and he had this gigantic thing this like five gallon thing of um of change of like money in the car and it it was just everywhere all over the woods (laughs) for months <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> i need a buck uh, 50 i'm gonna go with a walk around i gotta go or... to my fucking
2: my my wild bank <laughs>
1: D- does sasquatch find tree fitty yes yeah. <laughs>
0: this sasquatch guy is locked desk
2: my monster. money
0: <laughs> Locked <laughs> this monster just wanted tree fitty. <laughs>
2: Uh man have you seen any good good fucking monster movies lately
1: i don't think i've seen a good really... monster movie in a
0: while
1: not that i could think of i mean other but... than
0: psycho gorman that movie <laughs> <laughs> I, know that sounds I know we like were talking about it jump. before i hit record but oh yeah um, dude psycho bee gorman movie. anybody listening it, it's like psycho gorman's where it's at <laughs> it's so lame and cheesy <laughs> the love of
2: the b movie I think there's sometimes so you could many... get
1: the, the creature features. You can, it's hit and miss, but usually those tend to be pretty good. They're that, that bad that they're good to
0: watch. There was a lot right. of and a lot, in like yeah.
2: the 90s and early 2000s for sure. That I grew Dude, up there's watching.
0: a bunch of really shitty ones on Amazon. There's there's one <laughs> called Llamageddon.
2: Nice! And it's about
0: <laughs> like a zombie llama. Like, I haven't watched it yet, but it's it's on the list for sure. Like I said, we go through we go through and we'll just watch trailers of just like we'll find something ridiculous and then you go look at the recommended movies on amazon and amazon like has a very low threshold <laughs> to have your movie on their site apparently has to be over 30 minutes and then it's um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> done there is some some shit that looked like it had like a 12 budget and they had like two days to shoot it
2: Jeez. <laughs> that's rough there's some
0: really <laughs> low budget terrible shit on there that's just awesome to watch um because it's so bad and you never know i mean like napoleon dynamite cost like $25,000 for them to make or something and it was a fuck it was a massive hit
2: it was huge. That was amazing. I fucking loved that
0: movie. And that yeah. was a
2: that was a movie that was not like a, a total sensation either. It was kind of like cut right down the middle. Like you either loved Napoleon Dynamite and like kind of got it on some cerebral level or you didn't and thought it was weird and didn't like it.
0: I know? hated it when it came out.
2: I knew that guy. Like that, not him, mm-hmm. John Heater, but like I knew that guy, even though I was not from the middle of nowhere. There was a few of those guys in my school.
0: <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I think that's why a lot of people resonate with that. Because that guy was like a, a late 80s, early 90s, awkward high school kid.
2: Right. Like,
0: and, and we now all either were that rockstar. person or knew that person.
2: Yeah, man. And some of those get like I had a kid like that. It was just wicked awkward. He would have tater tots in his pocket most likely, but he ended up having a fucking hit list and he was like writing down like all kinds of ways to create weapons at home and shit like that. I was like, Oh my God, this guy's, this kid's intense. I don't think I was on the list. Thank goodness. I was always really nice to him. You know,
1: (laughs) we had this kid in our high school and he'd drink three, like 1.25 liter bottles of coke each day like the huge ones and you walk around every day with it every day of the year for about three years in senior high school and surprise surprise you end up with diabetes and lost a foot oh jesus yeah
2: shocker fucking soda man Who Yeah, could I had
1: have a seen that coming no,
0: completely surprised yeah you don't say you got diabetes and lost a foot and you drink like two diabetes. giant cokes a day
2: I can't even say diabetes without thinking of Wilford Brimley, which makes me think of John Carpenter's The Thing.
1: It makes <laughs> me think of Ewoks. <laughs> or oh, Ewoks.
2: That was amazing. His appearance, <laughs> if, if there's Star Wars fans out there that don't know of the amazing Ewok Adventures movies. And there's again, he just plays of, plays what is himself. it, Battle
0: of Endor? There's, yeah, and uh, he just
2: plays himself. The battle He's just a grumpy Endor. old man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's totally just himself, like just being all grumpy and everything. It was great. Or Cocoon, of course. Yes. Oh,
0: Cocoon. That was a stellar movie. That needs to go on the list, man. I haven't Ooh, seen that yeah. movie in decades. I yeah. bet there's some crazy shit in there. God, man. I haven't watched that movie in ages. Or, like, um, have y'all seen Batteries Not Included?
1: Yes. I haven't that was a seen huge one we
0: watched as a kid. Yeah. T- t- probably t- 20 awesome.
2: years, at least 30 years. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Probably like, like we 30 We probably re watched it maybe a year ago or so i think i watched it with kaylee and my oldest son Mm -hmm. um and it's it's a pretty cool movie i like it it holds up
2: yeah we'll have to check that out too um well you know it's what's great about this is like we could do a lot with it like with the format the you know this is kind of our meet and greet kind of episode and it's like we don't have to necessarily cover just a movie and then call it call it a day we could have many segments of the show you know we could do different things i like know. the idea
0: of at least having clips or something that we watch yeah and, definitely. and comment live action style old mid you know mystery science three three thousand style that would um, be great too whether or not we have if if it's just clips every now and again do a whole movie like good we could yeah, do you know where we just watch and then like we could pause it and be like, oh wait, hold on. This is fucked up. <laughs> like and that's <laughs> well, the, the commentaries of it. could be can, our
2: bonus odes or something, you know, like yeah, our two hour fucking, you know, <laughs> as soon as you see this on the screen and hit it up, you know listening for this bell line it up with this sound or something you know? yeah we could lay it into else.
1: topics like the representation of fathers through cinema and how that changed from the 80s to the 90s and now
2: oh hell
0: yeah I just, pick, out, so much pick our can, own
1: examples
0: and talk to them all sorts of stuff we can do dystopian futures we can do like
2: Predictive mid-century
0: stuff like um what is it uh, A the brave new world and War of the Worlds. Which I'd love to the do like, War, War of the Worlds coming out.
2: I would love to. Yeah, we could dive, dive into the whole like uh, alien agenda forced upon us over the past like 70 plus years. And alongside it, the marriage of the alien agenda with transhumanism and mm. and the, the tech takeover of the world and all that kind of shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's endless movies, TV shows, short oh, yeah. series. I mean we could do V.
2: Have you guys, yeah, dude? V is a and I was just about to say, have you guys ever seen Childhood's End? Yes. Have dude. you read the book? That sounds Drew. crazy. I've yes, Look, read and the, the, book. the adaptation so was incredible. It was like a it might have been like a full limited series, like 10 episodes, or it could have been like four long ones, but it was like might have been sci fi, might have been sky. Yeah, I think it was four,
1: four like, hour long, um, four, like hour and a half a or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was all about this alien race that comes to Earth and basically says, Do not be afraid. We are here to save you. And like, we need a representative from your race to meet with us. And it, it I can't even, I can't even talk about it. Like, I, it's so hard to talk about. Like, we'll have to admit, like, ultimate spoilers ahead because it's such a, like especially the big twists like there's a couple oh of yeah twists, but holy the, the big one about who they are and everything it, it's dude like looking and at the links to the, human
1: history that's what got me in it yeah
2: man and like from a conspiratorial mind it's like whoa what dude, is this saying dude? That, dude. you exactly. need to find it it's i can't remember yeah, what channel childhood it aired end. on childhood's yeah. end childhood it was originally end. uh who the, who the hell wrote it um it's a is it? It's not H.G. Wells. Who the fuck wrote that?
1: Uh, um, Talk about yourself. While you're finding that, yeah. maybe that could be like a first bit of a theme we focus on, like preparation for Project Bluebeam, because they're definitely pumped in all these science fiction, alien invasion, dystopian type of movies, all within a short time frame of each other. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, definitely this is Arthur Clarke. That's Sir it, Arthur Clarke?
2: Sir Arthur Clarke, remember that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arthur C. Clarke, like he wrote he was like one of the first pioneers of uh of the uh sci-fi genre in general mm-hmm. so <laughs> how about that uh, yeah and uh, just think bob you got to watch that shit oh man and anybody yeah, listening please find childhood's end it's like a four part series from the early 2000s i think
1: yeah, and it's phenomenal it's actors in it phenomenal mm-hmm. yeah for a book adaptation it's really quite good like brave new world that series was actually quite true yeah. to the source material which is really good and uh as well as v
2: because the v mm-hmm. i mean the original was good but like i think they did a pretty good job in the in the newer series that was like or again late 90s early 2000s that yeah because really
1: that one that got canceled because of the writer's strike there were so many good shows oh, maybe, that were out yeah. there and they all got canned
2: i remember lost had a really short season that year <laughs> <laughs> i was a lost head were you guys lost freaks like yeah. i was i thought I was, loved yeah. that I, show I,
0: I've only watched like three episodes.
2: That was the first show ever that I ever watched where the idea of like binging and like freaking out and waiting for the next episode will be like that was before it felt like it was a, a thing in every show, like every drama, right. like most dramas at the time there was always these mini arcs in all the episodes and and you know nothing too drastic was happening i don't i don't know how to describe it it was like a different level of well that of mo- like that shows like a
0: metaf- metamorphosis it's not you can't just watch some random episode of lost you can no, with God, shows no. like you know the x files you know you can just watch a random x files and you're not going to be completely lost right um where ironically if you do that with lost you're going to be like what the fuck is going on (laughs) yeah like you have to watch it like i think the first episode i watched of it was somebody else was watching it and so i watched part of it and it was like well into like multiple seasons, and I was like, yeah. "This is the most confusing shit ever," <laughs> and it seems really stupid. I would no. like to
2: go back and watch it now. Like, what might they be saying about like a tr- lost territory?
1: Yeah, I tried, to I, start I tried watching it. We well, tried watching it. That long ago, well, and yeah, didn't the it problem end up was, that the
0: whole thing was a dream? No, not Just like, like a limbo a, type of a, a deal, kind okay. of,
2: but only part of it. Like the, yeah. like everybody thought. Every, it ended. Everyone was like, "See, we knew it. It was all a dream." It was like, "No, no, no. That's not what they said." Or like, the island experience happened for all of them, but that last season was a dream. You
0: know? Okay. It was. And, it, was, it,
2: was it was like pre-death.
1: Yeah, it's mean, a killer alert.
2: They yeah, were all having the, their own illusions that they were still alive, and that. So if you haven't watched
1: happened. Lost, thanks a lot, Andy. You ruined it for us. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, 15 fucking years
2: ago. Years <laughs>
0: yeah, but the problem point. with that show we're was... gonna talk
2: about total recall at some point too. So you know that, what? Yes. It's, it's yes, so that's watch right. it. They and had everything.
1: <laughs> the problem with Lost was that they had flashbacks, flash forwards, and flash fucking sideways. What is yep. a sideways flash? That just ruined it made it so confusing, even for people who did watch every episode. I think a lot of sense. times sideways. Think, yeah. Oh.
2: The thing is, I think they ended up where they really wanted to be. A lot of people didn't like the ending. I loved it, but there was a huge portion and probably maybe partly because of the brighter strike. It was such a fucking mess. Also the fact that JJ Abrams created that pilot and then like, I can't remember if it was like a bidding war or whatever, but like, you know, a network bought it and assigned writers and directors and everything. And Lindelof and another guy got it or Weiss. Yeah. Weiss and Lindelof. So these guys come in and have to pick up the pieces of this insane pilot with like 15 different plot lines. that JJ Abrams just like, here you go. (laughs) So they had to, Try to make sense of all that shit to get to that like cohesive ending. And I applaud their efforts there. I don't even know if I got their names right. I think Weiss was one of them.
1: There was actually a show that came out, I think it was five or six years before Lost, and it was pretty much the same storyline, but the plane crashed in the middle of the Amazon. Really? And it got really good until they canned it, just like all things.
0: It's like, damn. What's the name of that show? It was kind of cheesy. The first season was okay, but it, it's kind of poorly written and, and acted, um, but the premise was really good. And it was about this flight that disappeared for like 10 years or something and comes back. And like the people on the airplane didn't know they were gone for 10 years, but manifest. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's it is. It. Yeah. yeah. Manifest. dude. That... I didn't watch
2: it, but it looked okay. It was pretty good was for a network show.
0: Fucking crazy. Like the premise was good. And like, it was it was shot well it was kind of it was done okay mm-hmm. um, a typical kind of you know abc thursday night movie tv show you know yeah um but like it was really cool like I, I think i watched the first season and it was cool to watch kind of the character arc and how they were all trying to figure stuff out and they were finding out that you know there were people behind the disappearance and like it was, it was it was pretty cool i I probably should go back and rewatch it now sounds um, pretty good because i, I mean just... i think i think i can speak for all of us that we've had so much intellectual growth in such a short period of time i mean the past couple of years have been crazy um i i was always a conspiracy theorist but i didn't i didn't do the rabbit hole thing you know mm years ago like i was just like yeah fuck it it all sucks right like Um, they're all
2: out to get you kind of attitude fuck the government yeah Yeah, i didn't
0: i didn't think too much about anything i was you know i was an atheist so i was kind of a nihilist at the time you know for not like a crazy nihilist like fuck it nothing matters but just like man who cares right (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) who gives a shit so we didn't go to the moon. Who cares? Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I gotta get up and go to work tomorrow. Like, fuck. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. God. The latest, the latest show that I've watched that I went back and rewatched because I liked it originally. I thought I'd give it a go again, but post the past two years where you know we see things very differently now. I'm watching it and I'm like, holy shit, I could go down a rabbit hole just watching this show. Have you ever seen Helix before? Sci-fi. Oh, wait a a minute. I think I saw the yeah, first I- season global pandemic of yeah. an unknown virus <laughs> uh, that's right ruling elites that are immortal um <clears throat> trying to control humanity because t- there's too many people and they want to cull them so they can take control again no um,
0: yeah. collectively breeding
1: humans for the right traits it's nuts what, it's there was like stupid. brothers
2: involved right? <laughs>
1: yeah, brothers it's antarctica yes is- that's
2: right that yeah Yeah. See that show. Yeah, that was good. At least the first season that I saw was sick. I might have seen the first two seasons. I can't remember, but that was a pretty cool series.
1: That was definitely, there's a
2: lot of shows that you don't think about. Then you look back on, you're like, Oh, look at all these, the themes involved in this.
1: It's so like even um The Last Man on Earth, that comedy
0: series. Oh it's god, on, that shows crazy. Uh, I haven't it. 2017,
1: one. 2018, it started, I think, and it it's a, the pandemic. It was a
0: pandemic that wiped out the entire world. <laughs> oh, and they
1: have the flat the flashbacks of when the virus is happening, and there's people with masks on hand sanitizing. There's signage that looks exactly like what the signage was mm-hmm. up in the past oh, two that's years.
0: Good. Yep. I yep. Uh, yeah, it's crazy when you Bob, when you look I back think... and see what like they told us everything.
2: I think I don't know if you and I talked about this, but do you remember the show People of Earth?
0: Um, It was like that sounds really familiar. It was
2: like a network TV show. It was it was really it was about alien abduction support groups. (laughs) It was pretty (laughs) great. But um, there's a newer show that's about aliens. That's pretty funny. And it's really fucking solid. It's called um, Resident Alien. And okay. it's it's a comedy about this alien that's supposed to be here to wipe us all out, but he's, like, falling in love with humanity. Oh, I yeah. Like, I
0: saw a trailer it, for that.
2: Yeah, it's the guy. I can't remember his name, but he's fucking Alan something. Alan Todd, Yes, he's in Death at a Funeral, the original British version. Uh, a, he does a lot of voiceover work and shit like that, but he's great. He's so funny. But the show is just, it's weird that it's a network show, right? But the agendas that they press are very surprising. Like typically you see really dumbed down bad storytelling on a lot of these network shows. And they're usually pushing like narratives in even the subtlest form, they're pushing narratives. Right. But on the other hand, like this show, this alien, like hates kids, kids are stupid, but yet he's starting to appreciate these like the children of the earth and all, all this stuff. So it's completely the opposite message as like that old, well, typical nihilistic version, aversion towards children and everything that's usually in a lot of these network shows. A lot of the humors like that usually. And another thing I see is that like it takes place in a small town, right? And the small town has this opportunity to have this gigantic corporate, monster move into the town and like basically you know it's like people are torn in the town between like oh well this will make everything better and this will make everything worse right and the whole moral of the episode about that was driven around how hold on to your roots and go back to the way it was and like all that kind of stuff and not even just go back to the way it was but hold on to what was you know and so they don't have the big corporation move it. It's just weird to see those kind of agendas being shown on big network TV shows. I mean, because you also see blatant programming in that level of show and that level Mm -hmm. of entertainment. So I don't know. It's just confusing. Are we dealing with white hats versus black hats? I've heard that a lot. I mean,
0: it could be, but I I, I don't know. Right. I think it's more two factions of of the bad guys you know that are just fighting yeah. over the it's different the crime world.
1: families trying to do the same thing but they're in different trying ways. To decide who's the boss yeah, yeah so
2: i just did an episode well big round table on like this old world stuff and uh this guy narco longo sir this awesome name uh he was kind of giving us a an astrological perspective on those kind of two crime families. And he broke it down towards like the Jupiter people and the Poseidon people. And once again, you can like it's trace like the eagle. symbolism right back to snake and eagle and it's like the mm-hmm. sea people versus the air people yes, and it's yeah it's the enki versus enlil and yep. it's just this b- polarity and these two ideas are coexisting and i think logical minded people can see the good and bad in both of the ideologies that are pushed forward but it's like i think it's our job to kind of untangle what is like super Tangled up between these two ideas, you know, and like kind of see who's who and what's what, how it's being presented to us, because one way is like esoteric and the other way is exoteric, right? We see this like archaic revival happening. It's well, that's the disguise over like this revealing of how everything's done. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we have still all the censorship and still all the you know what I mean? So it's both of these factions working in the opposite way. And maybe that's the whole point. I don't know.
1: Talking to the the factions idea, have you noticed the theme around like the apocalyptic movies, like massive disaster ones, the governments of the world always know what's coming and they keep it quiet and they slow burn society. They let things happen so that they can control what's, what's about to happen. So, yeah, we're like,
2: always focused on like the characters that we focus on are always the government agents and people close to the government. So like they're always in the know, and the public is just the screaming many. Well, and they're the savior fire in the background. Yeah. They're the saviors. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, we we have
0: to we just, you know, we have to, cruel be measured to be kind, about it. cruel and, to be kind. Yeah, we gotta make sure that we keep everybody from panicking and yeah, like dude, no. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, funny, the most
2: recent Thor movie, I didn't see it, but my wife suffered herself through it. She said it was oh, like, dog shit. she said it was really was horrible, it? but she, and I was like, I keep hearing, and I will admit, I've seen a couple little clips. So I agree that like Christian Bale's character, like carries the movie. She's like, it would, if, if he was in it at all, he's, and he doesn't have enough time at all. And of course his character is all about like, killing the gods who don't give a fuck about anybody but then she said that at the end of it it's all like sorry for spoilers but basically it's like just appeasing the narrative in some way like he gives into his ego he gives into his desires to see his daughter again or some shit at the end instead of the greater goal of destroying the fucking gods and all that yeah it's the like, bad guy uh, i'm a
1: good guy again Marcus. yeah of course
2: yeah <laughs> yes yeah so like sorry if that ruined it for any any nerds that love no, i mean just, i'm sorry I'm i heard it was derogatory but
0: i heard it was just okay <laughs> yeah like, i mean ragnarok cool. was fucking rad like the follow-up ragnarok intense. with with that one it's just like
2: meh. did you guys see what the next captain america is
0: oh jesus no. new world order new world order what yeah and if you're just here let's
2: read the description i'm on imdb right now oh
0: man. my god
1: well while andy's grabbing Andy? that here's a fun fact for people playing at home the hemsworth brothers grew up in a place not too far from where i live oh nice. well, no shit yeah. yeah
0: you know it's great I, I was watching something um some stupid ass game show uh that like i think it was howie mandel was was the host and this lady, she's like, well, fun fact. And he goes, hey, it might be a fact, but how about we determine whether or not it's fun? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, I was going to look up the plot, but it says uh, the plot is being withheld
1: they're trying to figure out how many people of uh, color and how many trans able people they can
2: have. maybe there. or mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out like, all right, what angle do we want to go with on this New World Order movie? It's so weird. Like,
0: so, I mean, that's what Hydra is anyway.
2: It is. So, yeah. like it's. I, but now shocker. they're really just it's it's just so on its note on the nose of things. It's just weird to see like, OK,
0: why? Well, is I think this- they know they can get away with it like yes there's movies there's shows like utopia right which is basically bill gates pushing fake oh that was so good. To, so good to push a vaccine that was going to lower the population through sterilization, sterilization. right yeah. um and then there's and then another conspiracy theorist
2: like starts to believe them doesn't they? right
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one called The Feed. And it's about this company that basically inserts your smartphone into your head, like the Neuralink.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, it's very much Tesla esque, where it's this big corporation that runs everything here. Right. Um, and- oh,
1: God. There's a um, sorry to interrupt. There's an episode of The Outer Limits, which is very much The Feed. But really? the problem is, there's a computer virus that gets into the system, and it starts killing everyone that's got it. And the last few people to survive oh, are the holdouts who know how to read books, because everyone just downloads the information. No one can right. read. Yeah. Well, there's, it's like uh, a have you seen uh, a Microsoft book. And <laughs> what is it? Hack.
0: The the Book of Eli. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. The Bible. Turns Denzel up.
0: Washington. Yeah. Um,
2: I think the Bible is there for reasons that no one talks about in regards to that movie like oh why did it turn out to be the bible was the only book or if that's a question in the threads well and at the end no one's talking about the real at reason. the end
0: they they don't have the bible though it's it's blank it's it's fucking right. braille like he he recites yeah. it out of his memory yeah, and so it's right. just like like awesome, that, that the movie is about history is just whatever you're willing to believe like, like, he says it and, it's, and they, it's one story they write it away. down, you know. He supposedly knows the whole Bible and he, you know, he's the one that dictates it and they write it down. And yeah. it's just like, how the fuck do you know what he, like, he could have <laughs> said the, anything he wanted to. That's maybe. that's the
1: problem, with the problem with oral history. I love oral history and it's the way that we've handed down our history between like First sure. Nations peoples yeah. for the longest time. But we know, even within our own context, if you don't respect the story or your roots, things get changed slightly. I tell a story to a mate, he tells someone else, it comes back to me and it's completely out overblown. All That's things why are being I like added. the
2: box saga because literally the root language system ref- like doesn't allow lies in this in the uh, language. It's fucking nuts the way it's set up. And that's a whole nother thread. We'd have to dig into that, but we're not going to. (laughs) I
0: still still need to look into it because I'm still super, super interested. I just know it's going to soak up. A lot of time and energy it is. to really get into it, it. and I just, admittedly, I have not had the time to dedicate to it. And I don't want to disrespect it by not dedicating the right. I
2: appreciate that, to man. It. I really do appreciate I that. Do. Instead of just giving it a once just, over and being yeah. like, "Fuck this," you There's know,
0: certain things that I, I just kind of have a, a list of, like, hey, when I you know finally have some time to get back into rabbit holes, there are yeah. these <laughs> certain things that I want to look into. Um, I just. I've just gotten to the point where um, my extra time is is spent, you know, playing with the kids or oh, doing something yeah. in the yard yeah. or, you know, building something and I just I've, I've changed my focus. And that's oh, why, I would, yeah. that's why I, I want to do this shit with you guys. Cause I like, I've just gotten to where I'm like, you know what? I just want to have fun with my friends. Well, that's <laughs> so the whole point I too. Just, anyway, right. After, here.
2: after all the rabbit holes anyway, you're supposed right. to be able to enjoy your life. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, I mean, I can always hear a theory and be able to kind of digest it, chew on it and then give my ideas on it fairly quickly um just based on all the information that bounces around in my stupid ass head anyway <laughs> um you know it's it's the same as hearing a new theory or whatever is just like watching a, a movie you haven't seen mm-hmm. like you're you're able to digest it in real time and go okay what did this mean what do i think this means what could it mean mm-hmm. you know where what do, do they do say these crumbs means? yeah yeah what are they trying to present in this this piece so mm-hmm that's the fun of speculation
1: we can just speculate Uh, on all the things we know and just throw stuff around and have a good laugh while we're doing it that's the that's the appeal of this i think
2: yeah i love i love how like in the the movies we love like the predictive programming is not as you would expect where like you'll find like a tidbit about ancient lost history in like a romantic comedy or something. And then you'll find like a political little something or other little, little Easter bunny or Easter egg in like a fucking Disney movie. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's so it's not parallel. You're not going to find like, Espionage secrets in a fucking born identity movie. You're going to find like ancient Egyptian shit hidden inside right. of a born movie.
1: Right. You know what I
2: mean? Is that a good yeah. example? Yeah. Like, yes. it's kind of skewed in a way that you're not going to see it. Well, because they're the tuning right you in. Angle.
0: They're tuning you into one thing while showing you something else. So you, yeah, overlook. exactly. They, you <laughs> overlook the shit that they're telling you. It's um, not saying there was hidden uh, hand, isn't it? Like, my, I can't even imagine how much, is, like, go ahead my son is so rad when he watches shit he's kind of got a conspiratorial mind because he's my (laughs) fucking son um (laughs) you know it's just kind of what it is and i've talked to him about a lot of stuff um and he was watching like scooby-doo of all things (laughs) and they started talking about anunnaki yeah scooby-doo he was was like dad dad come here check this out (laughs) and And they're selling the
2: uh fucking ancient alien version of it too just like the government wants just like history channel and whatever's connected to that wants
0: i think it's hilarious like and he he was playing this game on his ipad called like it's some stupid ass game some silly game called like skiing it's yeah. really simple it's called like skiing but there's like this conspiracy theorist dude that like guides you you you're like coming down this mountain and he guides you and tells you where bigfoot is and like that's tells all you I that play this not game. to believe the government <laughs> like like this dude's like the government's coming after us man and so we got to make sure that we don't like like that's amazing he would. He would. He'd be like, "Dad, check it out! Like this game that I just came across. It has all this stuff in it." And I'm like,
2: "Can you ask your son what the name <laughs> of that game is?" So I, I can think it's play
0: that
1: game. <laughs> I, 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 How long have you been playing it for, Bob? I'm looking it up on. I Steam haven't played
0: right it. Now. He just showed it to me. I don't. <laughs> I don't really do the video game thing. Uh, like I, I kind of I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> grew out of it. Like if I had an old school NES, um, I would probably play some ridiculous games um i'm a big zelda fan super mario
1: all-stars that was my one
2: I am a sucker for a polished new game in some cases, but a lot of times what I find on Steam is, you know, Steam is open source. You know, creators can put up their games for sale wherever they want or free games, demos, whatever. So the creativity behind the gaming industry, what I'm seeing most is survival games. What I'm seeing is people building games where you're out in the wilderness, whatever plot line they choose, there's a million of them. But you're building, you're surviving, you're raising animals, you're exploring your local area, you're defending your
1: territory. That's, Doesn't that underpin what humans naturally want to go to?
2: Yeah. And like, I guess on one level, you could say, oh, see, that's where they're pushing us. And that's how, that's why we're thinking that way. It's like, yeah. But also, I think we're so fucking sick of what society has become. And we're recognizing the simplicity of what it's meant to be and that's what and i think you know people are gonna get swept away in some ways into the vr shit but as christopher Knowles, uh guy I just talked to recently he often says like it ain't gonna fucking last meta's ta- gonna tank facebook's gonna tank with it like none of I this think is it's good an allegory
0: enough. i think Meta's just an allegory it's just an sure. allegory for the for the world that we live in now because most people's worlds that they live in is completely fabricated they get it from their facebook feed or their twitter or their tiktok they don't get it from the real world they don't analyze the real world you know they don't go to the store and realize everybody's getting along and people are not collapsing because they're fucking sick and shit like they get their entire reality off of their their phone or their computer and then the the actual reality is side stuff, like they don't even take that in as reality. It's just okay, I gotta go to the store, but and then it's back to their little phone world.
2: And they won't just have to wait. with the drone deliveries and everything. Yeah.
0: Well, just wait till the AI algorithms
1: based on your searches develop TV shows and movies catered specifically for you.
0: Yep. People Whoa, aren't haven't thought about that. that. I think it already is. I mean, shit. They've been kind of doing that. Yeah, they can already read our thoughts. Like I've, I've had it happen too many times where I didn't say anything out loud, didn't search for it, didn't nothing, and all of a sudden it's just popping up all over the place. And I'm Mm. just like, man, what? (laughs) Oh, there's definitely something
2: between like the relationship of like manifestation versus algorithms. You know, and I right. think that's a big point that people will well, blob well, onto this. in terms of simulation hypothesis. Like they'll look at algorithms and the act of like manifestation, go see we're in a computer, and it's like right. whoa, 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 whoa. Is, is, right. is well, algorithm
1: these, though like the version of what?
2: It's a mimicry of what? Consciousness a mimicry, is.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, and a mimicry of the um, Akashic record. Yeah, I mean, well, well, yeah, exactly. It's their poor man's version of it.
0: Think and about what, this. Like, yeah, go um, ahead, Bob like if if they're able to read our thoughts well these phones that are in our pockets they're basically just receivers and they've got crystal screens and crystals can read very very faint vibrations so what if they're just picking up your thought patterns because once you think it that's a that's a wave that's a wavelength that goes out into the fucking ether and if you've got your phone next to you and you have a thought that wavelength goes out this fucking thing picks it up and poof, there you go. You have your, you know, and then they just say, oh, it's an algorithm. I think this ties right back into technology actually.
2: This kind of ties back into like what we were saying earlier, about how like the stories repeat and everything. Mm. And like, we're all this human story over and over again in different ways. It's, it kind of comes into this where it's like, well, it's, we're just constant. They've mapped out all the possibilities within a closed story Mm -hmm. or something. And they can predict not just like, they don't have to predict individuals movements because they can predict like ultimate cultural movements and things like that. Especially once they set the parameters for how they want the cycle to be controlled, they can kind of anticipate the next cycle. I mean, we're not talking about like the next presidential election or who are they You know, making popular for this controversial perspective to be the president in like the early 2030s. We're talking like centuries ahead. Right. It's been for whatever. However, with these groups, it seems that it's been a proven science to them that these cycles will happen. And they've always happened. And there is an esoteric way to go about it and an exoteric way to go about it. And maybe one of those exoteric versions was that uh, Atlantis of peace that we kind of remember collectively. But a lot of these times have gone the exoteric, the esoteric way especially this one where if there is some sort of natural cycle happening, like perhaps we'll bring it to like the geological uh, perspective and say that the, the Torrid meteor stream is going to come and bring with it something like a crossing planet, like Nibiru or whatever. And it destroys half the planet or something like if something natural is occurring, perhaps that exoteric peaceful society at some point in time was able to, go underground with whatever we built under there long ago or something like that. But in this esoteric format, we get fucked while the few will survive it or something. Right. If well, that- if we tie it back I-
1: to movies, let's tie it back to movies. Yeah, please. If you think about it as movies and music. There's only so many combinations you can have of stories or notes or characters. It's all it's recycled. Funny. Like yeah. it's yeah. There's only so many limits, so many possibilities you can have. Yeah. It's like what Chad X was talking about, how everything's Legos recently. Well, it's there's only so many combinations of a build you can have with Lego. Eventually you're gonna build something exactly the same as someone else.
2: Yeah. Right. And that yeah, that's a great metaphor because it's all the same. No matter what scale you're looking at, mm-hmm. we have that problem. We are that's in a close- why
0: I think uh I think it's funny when, when in the music scene, they're like, oh, you stole my beat. And it's like, man, there's only so fucking many. (laughs) Like, like eventually I'm going to want a beat to what I'm saying and I'm going to try to create it and I'm going to find out you created it. What? I don't get to fucking put my song together. Fuck you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's the same as an artist like i'll make a painting or a drawing or something and then within a time frame of a week i'll see something that's so damn similar i often think have i looked at something unknowingly and just created something to replicate that or is someone mm, yeah. or am i stealing or am i taking ideas from elsewhere in like the ethereal i don't know it's but both say, yeah. yeah
2: because we're all doing it like uh did you guys see waking life that cool like oh Oh, kind of like stop motion anime really
0: long time
2: yeah that's a great one it's like oh you know cartoon overlaid on top of like real film scenes of people Mm -hmm. being interviewed and stuff it's all about this this kid being dead without knowing he's dead yet you know and having all these interesting conversations with people um fuck i don't remember where i was going with that but it was something off of what you guys just said (laughs) shit i'll come back to it oh sorry my bad
0: yeah. oh and by the way that game is called skiing yeti mountain all
2: right cool i'm looking that up yeah
0: <laughs> i know it's on it's on like uh it's on the iphone app thing okay yeah that
2: um, must be totally mobile oh well anyway
0: yeah it's probably a mobile only game um i don't know if it's just on apple or what but it's a it's from my son playing it it was really cool i like seeing that kind of stuff especially when it's geared toward kids well they're targeting kids more and more now aren't they right like why can't we do it too like yeah cool okay you're gonna freaking like you are grooming children i am trying to arm them
2: (laughs) yeah fuck yeah (laughs) like i always say i'm raising a little john connor and yeah, the man. thing is, is he's, he loves the sci-fi stuff. He loves the machines. He loves the robots. He loves all of that kind of stuff. But he also, if like, if he's a robot, he's always the bad guy. If I'm a robot, I have to be the bad guy. <laughs> like that's how it is. That's how all the video games are too. So it's like, it may be predictive programming, but it's also arming the right ones. hmm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah let's, let's, yeah, take, that's let's take a trip
1: think, down memory lane yeah. okay let's go in, sure. in, in our own lifetimes what's the earliest memory you have of something that was you think might have been predictive programming or conspiracy in something of your own childhood memory terminator the big sta- yeah the big standout <laughs> for me was harry and the hendersons that exposed Ooh. me to sasquatch seeing those little kid and then fire in the sky scared the shit out of me one night oh, as a seven-year-old saying that late at yes. night
0: yes yes fire in the sky was crazy and i saw it super young too i mean uh, if we're including
2: cryptids then a, an american werewolf in london probably ooh, good ruined one. my yeah. life at about eight
0: years old <laughs> um,
2: even though it's supposed to be a car fighter <laughs> last stop oh, yeah that's yeah. true
0: reptilian right? navigator
1: fly the navigator. Dude, play
2: the navigator have you seen have you looked back and seen the fucking uh, spiral triangle on the sides of the steps and everything oh the pedo like- <gasps> <our singers. laughs>
0: Yep, not compliance. Last time I watched it, I watched it with my oldest son, and I was like, oh, "Motherfucker,
2: it's everywhere," <laughs> and he's abducting
0: it. A kid, <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how many of Tom Hanks' films actually have that in them. Oh God!
0: Well, yeah. look at the premise
1: of Big. He's an adult, an adult. Air quotes. He likes to play with little boys.
0: I, yeah. And dude, and I like. I was thinking about Big the other day, and I was like, um, "Is." like that lady that had sex with him had sex with a kid oh yeah, yeah. well like he's that was pedophilia
1: right even even blank check you remember that one where the kid got the blank check from a guy who ran over his bike and he yeah, put a yeah. million dollars in it that Love kid it. makes out with a, a woman who's like a government agent oh in the shit movie. i
2: don't even remember that part of and it. and people to hey. skim over that oh yeah the limo driver is uh tom hanks's neighbor in the burbs yeah, that's a oh, good one. Geez. I can't that's watch that. Burst. It's hard to watch that shit now because I just don't, I don't even believe, you know, like we don't know what's going on. Something bad is going on with that guy regardless. So it's like, I don't even, I can't even enjoy any of those movies.
1: Uh, and there no, was so many, yeah. uh, you know, admittedly. He's, now he's I Geppetto. Them. Yeah, Geppetto. Yeah, dude, he's what Geppetto. the fuck? <laughs> Playing with little boys
2: <laughs> and it's AI all in dude, one wrapped in together.
0: Pinocchio is crazy crazy pinocchio shit. is like, clearly an ai we'll, we'll have allegory. to do some disney movies well pinocchio oh. is a lot of things yeah so is. pinocchio is uh pedophilia yeah it's also um like uh, a false it's like a carrot being dangled in front of you that's going to enslave you with paradise island and oh that, man you I've, know yeah, they, it's I'm the island long. that has everything you want but you get turned into a jackass like wow. how is that's, that not wow memory holy shit Jesus, this is um, the know, movies I haven't like, seen in so long. Like it's about uh, a fake person wanting to be a real person. Transhumanism. Like there yeah, is so yeah. much in that movie. It's crazy.
2: We should definitely do that. Maybe there's some movies that we should do like ultra deep dives on and they'll take a little bit. We'll have to do like yeah. a pre discussion. Yeah, yeah. We'll take some mm-hmm. notes and that. like really, really put it forward. Cause yeah. yeah, like you said, you're bringing stuff forward that I couldn't even remember before. And there's a lot there. So we could Dude, do that. We could probably do the same with like sword in the stone,
0: dark crystal. Oh fuck. Ooh. Dark Crystal, yeah. they're literally sucking what they call essence out of little things that look like babies. I don't know and if I could... it makes them younger.
2: I don't know if I, I would have to, like, fast forward the scene because my heart is too weak now as a dad. But, like, <laughs> we could probably do uh, Doctor Sleep.
1: What, have you yeah, guys seen that? Yeah, that's a good one.
2: I mean, the book was fucking incredible. It did have the same premise and Stephen King is, God knows, I don't know, connected in some way, maybe. Who knows? But, Yeah. Either he's trying to release the message, or he's part of it, or something. Because he's been talking about, first of all, the remnants of kids love and childhoods. Yeah, yeah, energy vampires constantly in a lot of his different novels. Like so many of his themes. So yeah, that might be a good one to do. It's pretty yeah, direct yeah. about the I mean, rubes. Dude,
0: that's the good thing about this show, um, is that we could we've got endless material. Oh, yeah. like it's it's quite literally endless we could do time periods we could do decades we could do like, themes yeah do we should just do, do a theme movies. of the month that's thames. loose yeah. right like, that we yeah, can like yeah.
2: play with throughout each month
0: but yeah we'd have yeah. to be able to um andy could you do two saturdays a month
2: it's possible if we do it yeah. later on like this would that be all right with you guys
0: I'm cool with it
1: it works for me. Like you guys I mean, are bending over backwards. It's a Sunday for me and I've got all the time in the world. So you guys are awesome. the ones that are <laughs> shuffling your timetables around.
2: I just yeah. want to make sure I'm spending time with my family, Bob, you, right. you want to do yeah. the same. And cause that's what comes first. And then afterwards we get to party and talk shit about movies. And I think that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. We could do, we could probably do two a month, you know,
0: Hell yeah. I'm starting, Sweet. this is
2: happening more and more. We're like, I'm the only way I'm scheduling shit like in a consistent way for podcasting is with other podcasters so it's helpful
0: (laughs) yeah dude it's the only like it's gotten to be where like that's all i want to do is like this show and my break from the abnorm where i just kind of chat with friends yeah man Um,
1: (laughs) otherwise you're going to burn out chasing it you're going to be chasing something for this for your show and when you can now again, it, come, it has to come to you
0: like i i just i got a buddy of mine who's about to start a podcast and we were having a really insane conversation the other day and it was one of the first times that i got like really excited about a topic to do a podcast mm-hmm. um in a while like like a conspiracy style yeah yeah fucking podcast um i'm really excited about what my wife keep and i keep intending to do um which is basically just about in you know, the sky um and i'm sure it'll turn into you know 10 other topics as well <laughs> of as things usually do um but those are like the two things that i want to talk about is like observable reality and then like um theories of what certain things could mean like hell yeah as we applied should, to observable reality
2: you could have someone on that's like on dmt you could have someone do dmt <laughs> on a feed oh, with you and be like what's your observable reality right so, now because it has to be just yeah. as valid as ours so you know what this, i mean
0: this guy that i'm gonna do this one with uh my buddy he's got some land just north of us and mm. um soon we are going to go to his land and he said the woods are like super super creepy nice they're really really spooky kind of eerie woods and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna record a little bit right before we go into the woods and Mm. then we're gonna go into the woods at night and possibly on something at least me (laughs) nice I i might do something and then we're going to go into the woods and then we're going to come back out and then we're going to record the back end of the episode and talk about nice. what so the front end is going to be kind of what we expect and yeah. you know like what we're going to do and then the second half is going to be what we experienced what we saw what we felt
2: that's a good uh, idea
1: yeah
2: i'm i'm doing something similar soon we have here in massachusetts what's called the bridgewater triangle and it exists within this like almost 200 square mile area it's more like a big yeah it's a big area in in underneath boston and there are more bigfoot sightings orb sightings uh ufo sightings dog man like all well you name it that happen there than like almost anywhere else it's isn't there a particle
0: the collider on the coast somewhere around there maybe. I'll no, have to They just do. open up
1: doorways and things are stepping through Then I,
0: Perhaps there's yeah, like I
2: 17 think, of those around the the globe so yeah, yeah, oh, Jesus. I think
0: there's one I think there's one down there. No I think shit. there's a fucking particle collider somewhere I'll have to take
2: it. a take a look. There very well could be. There's something it going be on. Be opening there.
0: up fucking But yeah, walls. so that's
2: not too far for me. That's like an hour from my house. So I'm getting a group of uh friends and a couple podcasters from the area together to yeah, to, to go just do a camp out, like a maybe a Bigfoot stakeout mm-hmm. and listen for some you know, branches like breaking. Maybe do some whoops.
0: <laughs> Trainux, like yeah. Bigfoot has uh has kind of come back. Yeah, I know, it's so right? good, isn't it? Like everybody forgot about Bigfoot for a while. And oh, that means, re- that means they're he gonna wasn't read That means they're gonna include
2: Harry and the Hendersons soon. Stop.
0: Oh God, I hope not. I really they're gonna hope not.
2: Bring back Lithgow. Hashtag <laughs> Bring back Lithgow. <laughs> oh,
0: that was such a good movie. You guys
1: wild. almost. With the Bridgewater Triangle, what we're talking about just then, and CERN yeah. and all these particle colliders, that's pretty much the plot for The Mist by Stephen King, where the government's trying to open up a window to look into other dimensions, and they accidentally open a door. and everything. I didn't comes- even, I didn't know that that, that, that was a part about? of the plot.
2: I just know that like, really? because the th- the movie, mm-hmm. I think both of them, the book, the the short story and the movie end with the military rolling in. But yeah. damn, I I didn't know that part of it. I don't remember that part of it at all. That's crazy. Stephen King's
0: an interesting fucking character.
2: Yeah, right? man, he's written so much, and it's almost what's interesting is that uh in a movie that we should cover together because Bob and I were planning on covering it already, which is uh, in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, and Ooh, that movie nice. is literally about writing things into existence, mm-hmm. and this Sutter Kane is he, he like writes an entire town around himself and like, it's nuts. So you can look at Stephen King's writing and like the manifestation of it onto the screen and everything. And a lot of times you don't even have to like put the, the blame or the responsibility or the conscious decisions into these writers or directors hands, a lot of synchronicity and things that line up and align with these things are beyond fucking human touch man it's like synchronicity is bizarre on its own
0: well it's like what if what if uh something is just channeling through these people like what if stephen king is like um it's very alistair crowley where like, well, like you know how Aleister crowley wrote and he felt like he was just a vessel like right. he described well it stephen king like, does that just came through me um does it, he write for like eight hours I'm, I'm, talk about
1: I'm a, I'm a massive Stephen King fan and yeah, hes me too. <laughs> down to he got blind drunk when writing he would go to a hotel take a whole six really? carton with him slab whatever get drunk and just write
2: he doesn't remember cujo he doesn't remember no. writing it at all what? and with the shot and with the shining it he said in his memoirs he t- if you guys have maybe you've read on writing his little yeah yeah amazing book but he talks about writing the shining and his alcoholism and how he didn't realize that he was an alcoholic and that he was in this deep dark pit and that he had been writing about himself for those months until he threw a beer can and it hit the top of another beer can on an overflowing trash can and it hit the ground and he was like my god i am jack torrance i never even realized it and he had been writing this whole ghost story about himself you know
1: it's pretty yeah, cool. how's, how's How's this for a mindfuck? He has a series called the Dark's Tower series where it's yeah. almost like the Avengers version of Stephen King, where he ties in all these different universes of books into one place. And there's a mm. central tower which allows you to go to these worlds. In his own story, he runs himself over with a car. Like people who know Stephen King know he was run over by a car at one point. Yes. In the story, he writes himself into it as himself and he travels into our dimension air quotes and runs himself over with a car so that he would write the story so the world wouldn't collapse
0: because if he
1: wasn't run over he would never have written the story
0: well wasn't that's there, right yeah because did, the dark tower was about heavily... dark tower with like idris alba yeah it was terrible. Yeah, it was yeah, absolutely terrible.
1: butchered they turned yeah. like three
2: characters into one at one point like it was just yeah garbage 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 it was a yeah. real shame
0: could, but the man in black potential
2: the man randall flag. flag randall Flagg. that idea in stephen king has been portrayed in many many movies and books like uh and ma- yeah many things like the stand yeah he's that, the that's Flagg. Yeah. yeah he's the devil you know
1: um i would even venture the-
2: to say that he's the inspiration behind the devil's character in uh the prophecy even mm-hmm. though it's not you, stephen king Prophecy's great with uh fucking what's his name aragon from lord of the rings uh yeah v- vigo mortensen playing the devil and it is such a randall flag character it was just beautifully done
0: that's another we could do devil movies too fuck yeah oh my that
2: god the six really you, uh, yeah.
0: what's the one with uh keanu reeves and uh constantine constantine no no where he's a lawyer
2: Oh, oh, Devil's God. Advocate! Devil's yeah.
0: Advocate.
2: Fuck, man. Yeah, dude. It's like the allure of the ego entirely is that movie. Like that, the devil is the ego,
0: mm-hmm. big time. Right.
2: That's that's a deep dive right well, and there. Well,
0: that's why. That's why I think uh, God and the devil. I I think it's just it's like the force. It's like it, it like absolutely. God is just energy, and it it's not good or evil. Like, I find this like Russian doll used, theory
2: kind of thing where it's like deep deep down in our consciousness like we build layers and layers and layers of self over and over and over Mm -hmm. again and at the very core of it it was like two best friends (laughs) you know what (laughs) i mean this binary system because that's what physicality is so it's like these two personalities. we probably are all dual personalities like deep down you know it's probably why we get the concept of best friend and friend and lover and all this because we probably have it inside first because i remember on acid man i had to promise myself i'd never forget him so <laughs> i don't know if that was real <laughs> well, or not but
0: dark it did not like dark crystal is that way dark crystal the skeksis and the whatever they're fucking called they came from the same being mm. yeah, they the same species
2: this is where like the concept of the yin yang not being two fish but being one chasing its own tail chasing its yeah. shadow yeah yeah Mm -hmm. It's, it's deep shit, man. I love it. And that's, you know, that's my, that's part of my theory on like the problem that we're in right now with uh, history and religion and spirituality and consciousness, because half of our history has been turned into fiction. So we don't know it as history and that fictional history has been spiritualized. So we, And they do it so wisely as to mimic all the features of those internal experiences that we all have. So it's a beautiful way to completely skew the different parts of our experience here.
0: Yep. Yeah. They just, they're, they've just layered everything on to where we are so flooded with all sorts of different things whether it's real poison or just stealing our energy we don't realize what we actually are and so they're just trying to cover up what we really are through all of these things while also simultaneously telling us what what we are and what we're capable of through movies like uh like Hancock like I think (laughs) that movie is very relevant and to how men and women are possibly created in pairs and how like Mm. i think what that movie is is an inversion because when they're drawn together they get weaker but i Mm. think it's the exact opposite
2: yeah definitely it's also like um that's a great example along with like harry potter as well where the message is is allegorical But unfortunately a lot of our contemporary free thinking community thinks that we are those physical superheroes and we're, 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 that's where we're headed. Like, that's uh, another part of the psyop. It's like, yeah, you have the transhumanist stuff. Like, do you want to become half robot? You can do all these amazing things. You can live forever. Then you have the, no, fuck that. It's natural. We're going to become superheroes in the, in the spiritual world. Like that's kind of, taken from all these movies and unfortunately like that's not how hollywood operates at all the magic doesn't come out of a wand it's misdirection you know what i mean a superhero it's not in the physical sense it's in the putting the alchemical relationship between mind thought and action together in life and making things happen you know it's it's taking action for yourself
0: that doesn't take away the possibility that we are capable of it, it, like crazy shit. Maybe like, I recently well, have the theory. That I think maybe the attunement we that we have
2: to be at is
0: unreal, so can, and right. have to, well, we Yeah, that but that's why they think that we're that's why near they that. Program are, us and absolutely tune us, and they. We put have a bunch thousands of, of years in us to get rid of us. Uh, they bombard us with with different radio waves, and it's all to keep us from raising our vibrations and becoming those basically the the heroes, the titans, the gods. The let's the look at it. You know, let's look at it in normal.
1: Let's look at it in a normal lens, though, Bob. This is going to support you really well. Take a photo of a, a beach in the seventies and a beach today. Mm-hmm. You look at the people. There's no one morbidly obese. People are pretty fit. Yeah, they yep. look healthy. Then you look even further back. You look at the bones and the jaw structures and the teeth of people in feudal Europe they were far healthier than what we are today. Their bones were denser. Their jaws were stronger. We've, wrongly or rightly, we've put ourselves or someone else has done it to us. They've changed our bodies to a a huge detriment. So it's not that we maybe had powers or abilities. We were physically better people than where we are now. Compared to what we
2: are now.
0: Significantly stronger in every measurable way.
1: And yeah. that that's like oh oh
2: man, we could do a whole fucking theme on alien movies, like ancient alien type movies. I love that topic because I love ripping it to shreds because that's Stargate. that's some of my favorite shit. That's human history again, relegated to fiction and fairy tales and stuff like that.
0: Well, yeah, and they that's what they've done is they've they've managed to take reality and make it fantasy. Yep. And then they've created this alternate fantasy, which um which just gets us into a point to where we think what they're telling us that is reality is just silly you know they've managed to paint it in this way where it's like oh you think you can actually heal yourself or whatever like that's just movie nonsense or whatever when in actuality i I think we could you know i think we can just literally (sighs) grab energy out of the ether If we are at the right vibration, I think we can literally grab it and use it to do all sorts of things.
2: I'll have to say, I do uh, completely agree with you. I I should kind of clarify what I was saying that. Yeah. It's just the magnitude of what needs to occur before we get there. I think is much greater than what most people think. They think we're like living in the fifth dimension all of a sudden, and it's all going to change overnight and stuff like that.
0: No, I think it would take, it's going to take a lot. Like we, and I think it could ha- possibly happen within a lifetime. We could kind of deprogram ourselves and regain some of our powers. I think we've been so diluted and, and toxified that um, it's really difficult to get mm-hmm. to where you have real power. Um, I, but I almost think who that who the
2: an- like some of the answers to get back there are going to be um, too much for our contemporary minds to bear in a way I, I think a lot so. of it's gonna oh, have dude, to you be you can't even talk to more people than just about flat earth with them,
0: without them fucking losing their goddamn minds. so right um, right you can't you talk know.
2: about any alternative history with people that have held on to their version of history like right. I joined like the history reddit and that was the biggest mistake I ever made mm-hmm. and it's not that I don't want to hear from professionals but I want to hear from professionals that remember being open-minded mm-hmm. you know even if they've had to collapse on some things. Whatever, I get it that they can still remain open-minded and appreciate people like us, you know. Well, even so, look talk to me, things you where know? people
0: won't even <laughs> listen to a reasonable um, representation, like, right? Like, like they, I want to know why flatter makes aside, so much like, sense
2: to us know. from our objective, uh, you know, observable uh, perspective. Right. You know, well, I cool. Even if I don't completely believe it or or acknowledge it as truth, I still want to know why it's so damn relevant with it. You know what I mean? Like, why is it not going away?
0: I I think whether we are on a ball or a flat earth or whatever, I think it's good to know what kind of realm you're in because it tells you what you are and what is around and what's capable and, and all sorts of things. Um, And they, we just, we got to take all of these things that they tell us. It's like, it's like one of those, um it's a uh, Deej you remember when we when we did 23 and he had to go to like the 23rd word on the 23rd page mm-hmm. you know every mm-hmm. to find like that's what they're doing with movies is there, you mm-hmm. have to take and stories in general and the fairy tales that we're told and all of this stuff is they they have just obliterated our history and just and stitching it all back together all over the place and we have to try to figure out the right words, the right parts to pull back together mm. to stitch together some kind of cohesive like okay, this makes sense. Like you mm. and I have, have figured out that when it's two in the afternoon my time, your sun is coming up that wouldn't happen on either the flat earth or the globe model like (laughs) it wouldn't happen on either fucking one and like when i realized that i was like wait a minute like this is this kind of blows i mean i never hold any any flat earth map to be true because i think it's all lies right Uh, right or so i don't really hold anything Um, And when you look at ancient maps they don't look anything like our maps so um, and some of those those ancient maps are mistaken
2: as physical maps when they're actually like maps of consciousness like the yggdrasil tree the the trail yeah Yeah. Yeah, not a damn flat earth map or or a magnetic north mountain like that i mean maybe there's some symbolism there for the magnetic north but like most of the yggdrasil tree is like a spiritual familial Kind of representation
1: symbol, you know, to the right.
0: Just be it it could just be us, (laughs) like, like yeah. That's the other
1: thing, you know. Like Andy, I love what you're talking about before. Even academia shoots itself in the foot, and if you're not paying attention or you don't have a memory of what's happened in the past, you've got no idea. Like you look at, we use the word proto-European for the first Europeans. Mm. The word Aryan, you're not allowed to say Aryan anymore because of a, a painter from Austria with a funny mustache who did some things in history. The word's yep. Aryan and oh, that yeah. was the very root language. Well,
2: I recently posted but something. I, I posted a beautiful picture of the the de, de Danann, which is this Irish folklore or you know, about the Fae folk or Fair folk. Uh, this picture of them with like long blonde hair and bright skin, riding horses. They're the supposedly they're the mythical creatures that We're here first in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, you know, a a helpful hint when studying antiquity, especially from the lens of like ancient aliens, just take the word aliens and switch the L for an R sound. And it's ancient (laughs) Aryans, because that's more likely what we're dealing with, you know?
0: Yeah. Yep. And, and again
2: yeah not a bad term a term that's been no. demonized because of something that happened well, and they you know? do that
0: they taint the things that they cuz they can't create their inversion. own bad things yeah they like, can't create I, yeah i i i look at everything as a possible inversion like, oh absolutely what if it's yeah. completely flipped from that well and so. also
2: the box saga research that i've been doing into like ancient scandinavian things it's like i'm also learning that inversion many times is used for the good guys to only the other good guys too like it doesn't matter what side you're on it was a tactic that was used right. you know it's interesting and then of course it kind of yeah there's so many threads there but but so, movie I entertainment like- i think there's a lot of that ancient history that's told in a lot of disney movies are big on ancient oh, history like exactly. moana moana was big with the 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 islands and everything. yeah there's a lot there about about ancient civilization
0: yeah wayfarers and stuff yeah but Um, there was some stuff when i was watching big trouble in little china last night where he started talking about history and i was like
1: oh shit (laughs) look
0: (laughs) at that little nugget they just slipped right in there most people aren't even gonna freaking recognize that's gonna be just you know Space filler between scenes because they were like walking and it was like between two different action scenes. And he's talking yeah. about it's, history. We'll, and we're we'll too
1: distracted by his majestic mullet to pay attention Absolutely. to what's happening in the storyline. I
0: mean, <laughs> how can you not be? Right? Like, <laughs> it is What's his
1: line? He's like, I, I only
2: trust a man as far as i can see or i can't remember but man he's all right i only drive as fast as i can see that's what Uh, it was
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what the best part about that movie is kim cattrall god i had the biggest crush on kim cattrall (laughs) when she was in her prime and then you see it's
0: modern day like what the uh, hell happened I watched uh, Porky's recently because of something that Matt from the Great Perception, yeah, yeah. i I watched that because of something that he he posted about the intro of that movie, and there's a radio like alarm that comes on and it starts talking about the firmament. Um, and so I was like, oh shit, and I started walking watching Porky's, and Kim Cattrall is <laughs> is uh, Lassie, <laughs> and it's just like, oh shit. I forgot that's that was that's her. <laughs> like, right.
2: Seeing actors in obscure places, man. I remember when I saw Helen Hunt in an after-school special about LSD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, do you think that was like I've had I've had uh, theories like when actors get in trouble they have to do like psa's Mm -hmm. and shit like that's their community service public shame ritual yeah probably yeah or 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 something like that but what if it's just like they got caught drinking and driving or you know doing doing blow in a freaking bathroom of some expensive bar restaurant could be something and you know they go to to court and the judge is like you know what i got something for you you're gonna do after school specials. Yeah, That's yeah. Maybe well, do.
1: didn't Tom Hanks just do that? America's dad had to promote Biden as being a good choice for president. Oh, and it was well, literally a word what he did for the Simpsons.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, that was in the <laughs> Simpsons movie. The government hi, I'm Tom lost Hanks. all their credibility, so they're borrowing <laughs> some of mine. Oh my <laughs> so creepy.
2: Man, I think yeah, we're gonna hey. have plenty to talk about on this series, man. This is gonna be literally. a blast. We're Damn. gonna and with October right around the corner we're gonna have to do something horrific for our first episode i believe we have something lined up anyway so i think we do
0: have something but we if we do two a month and we can sneak one in right before halloween and do like a special halloween episode hell yeah Mm. hell yeah yeah
2: i'm also doing a live on halloween night that'll be fun what is is halloween
0: if halloween's like on a monday or something it is a monday
2: yeah. yeah yeah a yeah, yeah. monday the moon day
0: yeah so that would be hard to do now we could release it on halloween yeah, yeah. we could do it that way so yeah for sure just release it on as a halloween special um record it that the weekend before
2: and hey shameless plug for I, i'm i am gonna plug my my live show but like shameless plug to Todd Cameron, author Todd Cameron. Reach reach out and find out his books. Um, he does an R.J. McReady origin story called Snowblind. It's uh, fucking amazing. It shows how he ends up in Antarctica at Outpost 31 and everything. But even cooler what, is really? what he's releasing on October 31st, which is Fragments of the Outpost. 12 short stories, all in one book, all with the... Off screen plot points that occur that are really mysterious and there's a lot of different theories about what time everything happened what sequence of events this happened so he's created these 12 short stories surrounding all of this backdrop that isn't explained directly in the movie and how things progressed. And so that's going to be really awesome. He's an excellent author. I had him on recently, and so he's going to be coming back for that live event to kind of give an overview and, and talk to us about that. So that should be really cool. For any Thing fans out there, this is a real treat. He's also the curator behind Outpost31.com, which is probably one of the biggest and most intense fan sites I've, ooh, fan sites I've ever seen. Like for the thing uh specifically, but yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Awesome. I do. uh I follow the Kurt, the Kurt Army, <laughs> on Instagram, and nice. it's always just like Kurt Russell memes. Um, Hell yeah! It's it's pretty rad. I, I, as hey, as an
1: Australian, I have to follow Saint Mal Mal Gibson. He's my go-to. But on a dude, wire.
0: Dude, <laughs> Gibson rules. We'll dive into some some very yeah uh, on Mad Max. Dude. Hell yeah. Conspiracy theory. Yes. yes. So much. Yeah. So much. Talk about a movie that's that, all too on the nose, Bob. Come it's on. It's so good. It's <laughs> so, is- it is
2: like it is right on the nose, but yet there's so much in there because conspiracy theory wasn't really looked at the way it's looked at now. If right. that movie came if a movie came out today called Conspiracy Theory, it would be all like purposely to discredit everything and make people look like shit where you'll read you'll watch that movie and the undertone of it is take what this character saying seriously look at it right. look at it look yeah, at but,
1: it he was right but even looking for the things that aren't being spoken about like it's clearly a conspiracy theory film so we need oh, to yeah. look for things that we aren't noticeable in general like right it could be ancient technology being spoken about or exactly. referenced mm-hmm.
2: and also yeah his offhand comments or the things the articles on the walls in his apartment this and that you know what i mean it's not yeah. just about the, cons- the fake conspiracy that not they're this, talking about yeah, you not
0: know? the stuff that's in your face
2: yeah plus they are talking about mk yeah. ultra and they do meant they talk about it right on its yeah. face which it's yeah it's nuts it's so then you get into that white hat versus black hat maybe directly right up the whole chain of command you know throughout hollywood it's it's both of these things superhero movies are to promote the state and then all these other kind of movies are basically to promote the rebel promote the outcast, promote the the underdog
0: right it's it's always to promote that division because uh who was it was it lenin or mussolini um i think it was one of them that said the best way to beat your opposition is to be it yeah yeah i can't remember who that was it was a communist idea uh, yeah it's a comment about (laughs) controlled opposition Mm -hmm.
1: but star wars star wars is hugely popular in the middle east because those peoples view the empire as america and they're the rebels they identify with the people that are in the fight and that kind of seems like what george was
2: setting up when he framed all these different groups it's like well here's the sand people
0: (laughs) 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 it's far too accurate for sand people yeah man I mean, <laughs> pretty,
2: pretty crazy how they how he did that and you know star wars is a whole nother level like maybe we could have some guests on for some certain certain things that yeah, may be, be too intricate to for yeah. us to just yeah because i have a friend that if we got into some kubrick stuff he'd be great to have on you know oh, we got a
0: lot of weird ties my buddy that uh actually produces my show he's a huge movie buff and has a cult classic like cult horror flick movie podcast called uh not for everyone nice uh, that sounds y'all great go check that out it's freaking amazing. definitely it is such a good if you like obscure kind of horror b flicks or whatever go check out that podcast because it's it's stellar it's still to this day one of my favorites and one of the ones where i'm like i'm texting him like dude when are you coming out with another show like that's awesome in a couple weeks bro like come on (laughs) drop an episode
2: yeah we need movie movie podcasts that are like thinking the way we do because you know there's a couple that i've reached out to that i i loved but they look at me and my podcast and what i talk about and they're like we're not talking to this fucking guy and i'm like ah man we like the same movies that does not cut it okay you know and so there was one big one that i tried to reach out to and i even went to see them live one time and so i was trying to throw it all in like hey come on guys and yeah they wanted nothing to do with me it's like ah we need more podcasts that are willing to be you know to talk about all this under underworld shit
0: yeah yeah it'd be freaking I love or just not not even like that stuff. Yeah, we
2: don't even have to. It doesn't have to be a specific conspiracy theory or anything. Just like to the appreciation of film while also being fucking open minded to what's going on. You know, I mean, it's the same thing with the Matrix back in 2000 or 99 or whatever. When yeah, that came out, or it was like, what you guys see? This is about this. This is about this. Even if we were wrong at the time because we were thinking too you know materially you know i was thinking it was all about the takeover of machines but it's it's way fucking deeper than that you know but even on that level people were like what are you talking about it's a fucking movie you know
0: yep. yeah yeah well, we can we can work. attest
1: to that that the drew carry oh drew carry oh, jim carry oh my god the mm. jim Carey movies that we watched cinematically right. are just written beautifully like it, the shots the camera angles everything just worked Like you take away the things that we saw that are still great movies in their own right. Hell yeah. And art
2: is not some ultimate psyop against us. Like I think the, the idea of like, Oh, I don't watch any shows or movies at all anymore. I'm too Uh. aware for that. It's like, well, what the fuck are you here for, man? Like we're in the Mm -hmm. contemporary world. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's remember how to enjoy ourselves. And not let anything sweep us off our feet and take right. a hold of us. I
0: try to still enjoy stuff, but I still catch things that are yeah, of things that I'm enjoying. Like, I don't know if y'all saw it, but like we were watching uh, Ink Masters, which is a tattoo show. And like, it just scanned by this dude's head and I paused it. And my wife goes, what are you doing? I was like, wait, I think I saw something. And I rewound it and paused it. And this dude's plugs, his little ear things, his ear plugs. We're freaking Freemason signs. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like but what it? does that
2: attest to? Does that say there's Freemasons everywhere? Or that well, they run Masters specifically? I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, I have a I have a Freemason watch right here. <laughs> Illuminati in, confirmed. yeah. And At then, some point the Freemason And then to really throw bad. you guys off, uh my stress ball is from <laughs> Trump Trump, Trump <laughs> Hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah, so. the best hit the nail on the head, fight. though,
1: Andy. Like, I had a message from someone um, who listened to our one of our episodes, Bob, and it was along the lines of, "I don't know why you waste your time with this because I stopped watching mainstream media and films years ago, and I'm better for it." And I replied back, "Shit, you must be fun at parties." Yeah, yeah seriously, yeah, good for you, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm cool. not
2: keeping up with every pop movie that fucking comes out that's aimed at 25 year olds. Obviously not, but like the art of film, the art of storytelling, like. Fuck man, it doesn't matter what age we're in. It's going to look different, but it's still that same essence that comes from us. They can hijack shit. They're never going to create something originally evil. They're going to only take what's good and strip exactly. it of what's of what's good. You know what I mean? So movies and it, and even the idea of like, oh well, horror movies and sci-fi. It's all like low vibrational. It's just putting that bad energy in there. Like Admittedly, I need a few better arguments against that, but I don't agree with it. You know, like, I don't feel that I'm more negative or less able to manifest my fucking dreams or whatever, because I'm attracted to violent video games or, and I know that that's kind of a weird stance to take in this community most of the time, but I think there's something to it, you know,
0: I, dude, I I think we need to be able to turn our brains off and just enjoy shit or make fun of it and mock it and, and the yin and yang like, of and, life and, and right? even make fun of ourselves it through this journey too it's like look how silly we can can kind of seem right with our over analysis of literally fucking everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then, yeah man and, and then take that kind of self criticism <laughs> and turn it into a movie podcast where we're just kind of making <laughs> fun yeah. of shit like,
2: absolutely like man. why
0: like like it's all about energy anyway so we might as well be having fun you know, if you take life too seriously, man, you just like, and I've been there, like, you're just going to be black pilled all the time. And it's just <laughs> going to be negative constantly. And that's good. You, ooh, cool. You're super woke and you don't watch it. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) real fucking negative all the time too. And yeah,
2: we're not necessarily talking to the guys that don't have TVs because they're like living off their land and off, you know, off grid and everything. Good for you. That's fine. You're not listening to this anyway. (laughs) Like I
0: I (laughs) want to be off grid at some point in time too. But yeah, it it doesn't. I also love connecting to this. Right, but admittedly, we're acquiring like old DVDs and VHSs, so like when we are off grid all we need is like a dvd player or a vhs player and we can fucking play movies and shit we don't need internet like oh yeah and we'll look at them and we'll watch them and my wife and i will will see symbolism in a lot of them and <laughs> yeah you know, the kids <laughs> will just be oblivious to all of it and oh your uh, kids will get to
1: relive happens. the fun of hiring a movie but they'll, they'll go into their own little oh, library dude, I would, the choices I would that was the best to, thing as a kid
0: to, i'd <laughs> yeah, love and, to create like a like a room in the house that's like a fake blockbuster dude that'd be so funny
2: (laughs) that'd be awesome
0: It'd be oh, so cool to have it set up where my kids could like walk through a couple aisles and be like, Oh, I want to watch this tonight. Oh, <laughs> somebody rented it already. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> I remember the, be- the, the beginning of the end was my buddy worked at Blockbuster and yep. you know, we were big movie freaks and we we're like, Oh sweet. And you get like seven free movies a week to take out. That's awesome. Well, he just ripped Every single, he took out multiple, like seven, they tried to start to trust him. So he'd just take home like fucking 25 movies and he would rip every single one of them. And he had just these gigantic leather bound CD booklets of just 300 300 each 300 slots mm-hmm. each yep. uh, like four of them all movies he just had a blockbuster in his room at that point i'm just Hell like yeah. my god this is definitely the beginning of the end of that yeah. era you know and now you can't even you can't own movies on the internet like i have tried my best mm-hmm. to find websites where i can Actually literally
0: download, it. download a movie good luck
2: like you know nothing attached and there's no service people have been like oh well you know you just have to keep the app on the on your computer no and it's like well you could you can watch offline oh only through the app what the (laughs) fuck like it's not a file on, on my computer
0: dude you can find the movies on either like etsy or amazon even a lot of the time uh, like the physical like copies. EBay. Just buy physical copies. You can get them absolutely for like two or three bucks. Man. Oh, it's so cheap. You yeah, I like bet. it's yeah. it's so cheap that you can just get a ton of movies. We went to uh, some stupid thrift shop recently, and they had tons of stuff. And like we bought some Disney VHS movies for the purpose mm-hmm. of reselling them. We got them for ninety nine cents each. Looked online, and they sell anywhere from twenty dollars to a hundred dollars each. Whew. Nice. And it's just like man. Shit. That's genius, right. man. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you could you could have a whole freaking income stream just buying cheap movies, and it can, you know, and generally, like we got two copies of Disney like Bambi or something, I think, or Dumbo. Mm-hmm. And we got two copies. If we wanted to, we could keep one and sell one. Yeah. Uh, and it's
1: like- actually the same value because they go back in the vault like every 10 years and they're yeah. not available.
0: Well, yeah, I don't disappear. know if that's still true. Does does that still yeah. happen on I think Disney Plus, uh, Disney is, n- plus? yeah, there's yeah. I, I yeah. think they keep a strict really?
2: yeah, which ones are okay. out there. But you know, it's and it's once removed from books, right? It's like it's not books, obviously, but you're holding on mm-hmm. to like a physical format of of information you know rather than relying on this invisible digital force that could be wiped out at any moment yeah, i
0: don't i don't like you know, having anything now, in that stuff man we could <laughs> expand
2: outward we're not gonna but we could expand outward to how like well we're all even the physical stuff we're all just holding on to shit that's gonna disappear you know and even our right. history and Dude, it's what,
0: i i don't i try to live as as little of a materialistic life as possible Uh, oh man now money is needed (laughs) i'm leaving Uh, a lot
2: i'm leaving behind lots of toys (laughs) like i just don't i
0: don't care to like at one point in time like i wanted certain things i wanted a boat no motorcycle and i've had a boat before and i've had a motorcycle and i don't have them now and like i'm just like all right well that's fine you know i got yeah my my truck and it runs and my i i'm too old to change like sizes like physically i'm going to be the size i am now forever yeah so i don't need to buy new clothes i don't think like, for I the just, most part no unless like, something just, gets destroyed anything like i don't i don't have a desire for anything except to, like land <laughs> like, yeah the only i'm with you I there at this point in time is just fucking land I, yeah, can, man. I don't care about clothes or cars or any of that shit anymore um but that's if what, i had um, some old movies which we're starting to collect for my kids to watch hell yeah you know, that's, and if, you know, eventually uh, we
2: get a ton of fucking land and have a bunch of families growing up together, you know, with uh, similar mindsets, at least separated by some personal woods around the houses, yeah, big yeah. communal garden, <laughs> fucking huge. Then you have Friday night movie nights and we bring back yeah, the fucking drive in at our own property. You know what I mean? Man, and that's I, the way to was, do it.
0: I was in a group for a while. Uh, yeah, I remember you telling about- me that. Yeah that was trying to figure out a place for an intentional community and how much land and how it would be done legally who would own what and yeah it's like very difficult pony up the money and there were a lot of people in there but um I, got, I basically got ostracized for freaking being a flat earther, and I was like, ah. well, if "Y'all, if this is the way y'all are gonna treat me, then I'm out." Like, I don't. You're like, leave. I grow tomatoes I the same it anyway. as you. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> when you cut like, me, do I not bleed? <laughs> like, like, not a fucking pedophile. like, yeah, like, I just, like I'm yeah. okay with
2: if, like, we get a group together and there's Catholics and non-Catholics.
0: Oh it's like, like who like,
2: gives a fuck?
0: <laughs> there's only two things that we have to agree on don't hurt people and don't take their shit. Boom. That's it. Protect and protect, and protect each other for the community. Maybe protect
2: each other. Maybe throw the third one in as protect one another. Maybe that's a and tough it, one. To, that's a tough one because then it's well, like the you would of instinctually the civilization. Do anyway. that
0: because protecting each other protects yourself. Exactly. So through self-preservation, you would want to protect, you know, your community. And that's, Yeah. What that's if your person
2: is. that's really uh, the most, Knowledgeable about like, permaculture is like under attack. Like you're going to protect that person because you don't know.
0: We can, know? you know, yeah, I mean, we could even get it to like, um, to bring it back to a movie. It's like within a couple generations, we could have something like M. Night Shyamalan's fucking uh, village. Oh Oh, The people don't even realize that they live in the modern world and would just tell them like, no, this monster's out there. You don't want to go out there (laughs) because they'll fucking eat you and they'll steal your babies and let's just stay here. It's fine. We got a garden and like running water and shit. It's fine. We're good. We don't need to go in the woods where the monsters are, we'll just stay right. <laughs> so I'm
1: I'm thinking you go back even a little bit further, and it's like Rohan from Lord of the Rings and you see a bacon lit. The neighbors are in trouble, quick.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: we'll get into so much
0: like smoke we... signals or, or or certain you know flashing of light and <laughs> <in> SOS. <laughs> so yeah,
2: this is the first installment of conspiracy theater 3000 and Hell i fucking yes, love the name and it's funny because i'm I'm literally looking at netflix right now just to see if there's any movies that catch my eye to talk about and mystery science theater is just right here <laughs> ode, obvious ode to these guys mm. because we are those jackasses that are going to kind of make fun of movies and yeah well, talk about them in our particular light yes
0: like just be light and fun with it while you know just exposing how obvious they make shit
1: absolutely my so, mind is absolutely spinning with this conversation and all the possibilities yeah, i need man. someone what's uh, can we narrow it down to what's our first film going to be do we have any ideas that are
0: floating around step, i mean i'm still really wanting to do they live could be just because it would be rowdy um, rowdy paper we might as well get it out of the so way good. it yeah, almost I feels like it. that it's like one. it's
2: no offense to it it's like yeah. we just gotta do it why
1: not do well, like, it up front not gonna <laughs> lie i watch it once a month so it's kind wow. like of wow
2: that's genius. kind of how
0: i feel about the thing
1: so
2: i like your john carpenter minded uh oh, movie experience <laughs> All right i
0: haven't watched it since probably the 90s oh man so like it was so one that- of those ones that we would get fucked up and watch in high school
2: yeah we will have to dive deep because there's so many beautiful themes in that movie like the fistfight itself and what it represents and everything mm-hmm. just there's yeah. so many layers to it yeah. but the i bomb. gotta go to bed yeah so i yeah. love yeah. you yeah. guys and i think this I is going to be fucking phenomenal it's definitely an upgrade from what bob and i were doing originally and had in mind and i'm sure it's it's going to be an upgrade from what you guys were doing which was already awesome yeah. so yeah. i think this is going to be really fucking great the trifecta yeah. movie nerds unite Oh, dude, be so <laughs> the
1: three beardsmen, yes. the three beardsmen,
0: three three bearded white people. Like, the, yep. this is like a <laughs> leftist nightmare. Like, the fairies, three the fairy bearded tales. white guys talking about conspiracy theory movies. Like, and two of them are
1: gingers. That's just going to annoy so many oh, people. Fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know.
2: Maybe it doesn't it really show is. through the, 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 the video camera here but i have a lot of red going on that's kind of like undertone so it's basically like three we're all irish fucks or nordic vikings vikings (laughs) yep
0: we're we're the nephilim them damn white people (laughs) Well. Yeah. On that All note, right. yeah, on that guys, note. Guys, guys, this has been great. Of course, I told my wife it was going to be 30 minutes and it's uh, coming up on two hours as these things are going to do. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't we tell everybody where we can find you guys? Uh, Drew, let's start with you, buddy.
1: Yeah, I'm Drew Missing. You can find me at your Missing the Point podcast on Podbean and Apple. i um, on Instagram as Missing the Point. And yeah, reach out to me. Give me suggestions of shows and let me know what you think. It was oh, really yeah. great
2: to meet you finally too, man. This is Yeah, to you too, great. brother. And I'm Andy from the Deep Share Podcast. You can find me at The Deep Share on social media. You can reach me at contact at thedeepshare.com. Um, I'm on Patreon. I'm on YouTube. Yeah, I'm doing lots of shows on ancient history, consciousness, all kinds of shit.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the... I think that's why we mesh well is we all kind of do shows that are just all over the place. It's kind of, you know, we don't really specify one topic on any of our shows. We all have similar things but different ways of looking at it and Hell yeah. That's going to make this show awesome and fun. Um I of course am Moral Bob. You can find my show hidden in plain sight on all your podcatchers. I'm on Instagram at the moral or no no, that one's way gone. Uh at the <laughs> hidden pod. <laughs> Um, At space is faking gay and at underscore everything is faking gay underscore again. Uh, <laughs> because I tried to make just at everything is faking gay and it let me and then was like immediately like nope can't do it and then Instagram <laughs> created their own at spaces at everything is fake and gay and it's just a blank page
2: <laughs> oh that's hilarious um,
0: <laughs> but other than that man uh we are starting this new journey and it's going to be amazing i've got two wonderful dudes coming with me on this and you guys uh look forward to the new conspiracy theater 3000 uh we'll probably be dropping our first show in the next couple weeks so Guys, this has been a they pleasure. Live. Thanks for your time. Yeah, I think they live's a good one to start with. They live, yes. Well, yeah. Take let's care. all get to our nights, and and Drew, if you can go enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon, man. We'll <laughs> do, mate. thanks. thanks. All right, <laughs> fellas, thanks everybody. I appreciate it. Hey, guys. See ya. See ya.